Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the For Good Podcast, a place all about the thoughts and conversations and people that have changed me and my life for the better and for good. My name is Jenna, and I'm really happy that you're here. Welcome back. If you've listened before, if this is your first time, um, this is a place where I don't really know exactly what I'm doing, but I am grateful and happy to just share the thoughts that are on my brain and to welcome you guys into that and into the things that I'm learning, how I'm growing, and to get to share some good conversations with you on here as well. First of all, I just hope that your week has been going well and you're doing all the things that you need to do to care for yourself and rest and be able to invest in all the things that are bringing you joy and bringing you peace. I am so excited for this week's episode. I have such a sweet and a special guest that's coming on the podcast. So big, exciting news. We're finally having a guest on here, which I think honestly might be a little bit easier than trying to just talk to myself and by myself for... 30 minutes or an hour, but we all know that I can ramble and I could do that anyways. But I'm very, very excited to have such a wonderful guest on the pod. But before that, I wanted to do just a little check-in with you all per usual on this week and how I'm doing. So let's kind of jump right into that. For my high for the week, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I was really craving alone time and like hadn't really given myself that in the past couple weeks and could feel that and could kind of sense that that was catching up to me. And I definitely noticed that at the end of last week when I was like around the time when I was recording the podcast, because I think I just felt myself feeling a bit more irritable and just like not really wanting to engage in a ton of conversation with my friends or my housemates, which is just very, very rare for me. Like I think I'm usually always down for a good conversation and like want to hear how things are going, how they're doing. Generally, I'm I'm so excited and like I love that so much. But I think whenever I don't give myself enough alone time, I think I'm fine. I can just like push through. I'm feeling good, feeling good. And then the, the minute that I don't have enough alone time and my body and my brain know that, I'm like just not a fun person to be around. And that definitely happened like last week, Thursday. And I think my friends knew that they picked up on it. I was picking up on it and was just like, I need to desperately just be alone and have some space to recharge. And yeah, just kind of like have have some alone time to to be able to better love the people in my life and the way that they deserve to be loved. And it ended up being really good because my housemates were all super busy this past weekend. So I was able to truly just spend all of Saturday and pretty much all of Sunday by myself. And while that can be kind of complicated, because I know I also mentioned in the last episode that it's kind of a hard balance to know how much I want to be alone and how much that's good for me and recharging and refueling versus how much of that is just like depression or other outside voices. So that distinction is definitely still there and can still be kind of confusing. But I think because I could tell that I just didn't feel like myself in like the way I was having conversations and interactions with my housemates and friends, I was like, okay, this is definitely a sign that you need to just take a little space and you're not just going to like sit in your room alone and be sad or upset. Um, But I just kind of wanted some alone time to even just like do homework and just be be alone with myself and be alone with my thoughts. So I ended up going to a coffee shop on Saturday and on Sunday and just got super ahead in my homework, which felt really good because I just have not felt very productive lately and not the most motivated with school. And senioritis is definitely kicking in in full force. So... Nine times out of 10, I feel like Jamie and I are just in the same boat where we kind of just want to watch Dance Moms and get Culver's and not do our homework, which is fine and it's fun and it's good, but I think it feels good to also just be productive and get things off of the to-do list. It was just such a good weekend to spend some good time alone and 
enjoy being in a coffee shop because I feel like I honestly missed that so much whenever there was COVID and like I understand this is such a minor such a small thing in the grand scheme of things but I think I just missed being in a coffee shop and getting to sit there and like people watch a little bit slightly eavesdrop on people's like first dates and fun interactions that happen there and just yeah just the cozy vibe of coffee shops I think I miss that a lot so it was such a relaxing and rejuvenating weekend because of that and then whenever I did come back Sunday night and hung out with Jamie I just felt like so energized and so excited to just catch up with her and hang out and I was like I feel like a completely different human being so I don't know I feel like the weekend was just a good reminder that I really do need alone time and it's such a good thing and then one other high that I'll share is on Saturday I made some popcorn drank an Olipop and then watched a movie in my bed and it just was so cozy and so wonderful I watched Marriage Story which is like just such an upsetting story about a couple that gets a divorce and just kind of capturing what what it's like for them to both go through the custody battle for their child and definitely was not like a lighthearted movie but I think it just was also really powerful in speaking to just like the complexity of families and the complexity of love and yeah I just feel like it left me with a lot a lot of big thoughts and I definitely was left kind of sobbing in my room after I watched it but I think I've just had I just grown such an appreciation for movies as a form of art and movies as just such, such powerful mediums for stories and the honest depiction of like people's lives and the difficulty that is in that um but that was just like a really really powerful film and I'm happy that I watched it alone because I definitely was sobbing in my bed um watching it but it just was such such a powerful story I would definitely recommend the movie to anyone um but definitely maybe watch it alone if you're susceptible to crying in movies like I am. So those are my highs from the week. I think my low from the week, it's just been kind of surreal to think about only having five or so weeks of college left ever. And I I kind of thought that I would like maybe process that and grieve that fact more in the summer after it's been like removed a little bit and I think that I still will because it won't feel quite as real until I think we're really out of it but it's just really hitting that this is the last time that I'm going to be around so many of my friends and also in a place um, that has been really safe and really secure for me for the past four years because you know like we grow up and go to elementary school, go to middle school, go to high school. And then, you know, it's a really big decision to decide if you want to go to college or not and then where you want to end up going. But I feel like, but once you decide, that's very terrifying, like your freshman year to get settled and to find your footing and find who you are is so difficult, but it happens. And then for the next four years that you're there, like you just have a level of comfort and a level of security knowing that you're going to be there for the next little while and your brain isn't really thinking a ton about what the future looks like because you know that you're going to stay there and like I guess there's less less pressure and less less of a focus on what future is going to look like and decisions that you have to make regarding that but now since we are so close to graduation just been feeling a lot of the pressure and stress of how do I soak up this season of life and really try and appreciate all that it is and all the ways that it's shaped me and grown me and all of the goodness that has come from this and at the same time be at peace with the fact that it's only supposed to last for four years and that's normal and that's okay. It's not a super sustainable lifestyle for forever and like there can still be There can still be beauty and goodness and gratitude in the ending of something while also having a lot of sadness and kind of mourning the fact that something 
is over even before it's over. So just in a little bit of a sentimental place, which is not a bad thing. And I don't think that it feels like the lowest of lows, but definitely can be can be sad and hard at times to know that like it really is coming to an end and life will never look the way that it looks right now. Um, it's scary and it's hard and it's, it just feels like we're, my friends and I are also at this weird stage like developmentally where I want to be independent and I want to make decisions for myself on what I want to do. And like, I'm such a dreamer and I love thinking about the future, what my life could look like, who I could be, who God wants me to be. And I wanted to make all these decisions and I think that excites me, but I also just wish that I could have someone tell me exactly what I should do and just a weird tension of like, I want to make these decisions for myself, but I also wish someone could tell me what the right decision is and what a good next step would be. Through all of that, just trying to still be present and be attentive to where God has me right now because I I don't want to live on either end of the spectrum of like thinking too much about the past or looking forward too much to the future that I'm not able to just simply be. That's where I'm at with my low and for the we're not really strangers question this card says who's done a great job at loving me send a picture of this card as a thank you. I think the first thing that comes to mind is my mom I called her like earlier this week and was just having a little bit of a rough week and kind of crying on the phone Um, and I did give her the most context for why, but she was just like really good at listening and was like, you're going to be okay. I love you. I miss you. Um, but it's going to be okay. And I think I was just missing her a lot and wishing that she was here and Then I called her again yesterday just to kind of talk through some more things with her. And I just think she was so good at listening to me and loving me and encouraging me. And it made me miss her more, but was just like so sweet the way that she just listened and loved me so well. And then as we were kind of wrapping up the FaceTime call, she was like, you should check the front door. And then I walked upstairs and she had a package that she sent me which was just so sweet how the timing of that worked out I don't exactly know how she planned it like that but just was so kind and so thoughtful and I think my mom has always been the kind of person to send a care package and to just like so readily answer her phone or listen to me if I need to cry or rant or any and all of those things and I just think I admire that a lot about her and I admire the way that she is very selfless in how she loves people. So all of that to say, I'm going to, I'm going to take a picture of this and text it to her. So I think that kind of wraps it up for the highs and lows and the check-ins for this week. And then to transition into today's topic, I am so excited. This is the first episode of the podcast with a guest and It is someone that I love so, so dearly, and I'm so excited that she gets to be the first one. Today's episode is with Mallory Hayes, one of the kindest, warmest, most sincere individuals that I've met in my whole entire life. And if you know her, you absolutely love her and know exactly what I'm saying when I say that just being around her feels like a hug to your heart and just there's so much warmth and sincerity that I think she just brings to the world so I'm super super blessed to know her and to be loved by her as a friend so I'm excited that you you all get to know her a little bit more through the podcast and the ways that she has shaped my life and shaped the way that I I view life and I view friendships and relationships so I can't wait for you to listen in on our conversation. Um, We're going to be talking about the importance of the daily debrief. Enjoy. I hope you love it. And yeah, here's our conversation. 
gonna do a little tester to see if this actually works for us. And then you wanna do a little Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey. No, my voice is like Woo! cracking. No, it'll it'll be so good. <laughs> I know. Very- <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Okay. <clears throat> I did my intro (laughs) so we'll just we'll jump in hi everybody we're here with Mallory Hayes the first guest (laughs) on the podcast and you know I kind of wanted to start with just having Mallory to tell us a little bit about herself so (laughs) I'm gonna pass over the mic all right hello um my name is Mallory and um okay what what could I say about myself I I'm 22 years old and I met Jenna in college our sophomore year and um, I studied social work, just graduated in December, which is really exciting. I really enjoy spending time with my friends. That's I don't think you could consider that a hobby, but if you could, that would be up there. Um, I really enjoy thrifting. I like running I'm an amateur runner (laughs) and um yeah and then post-grad I've just been nannying I just started my full-time nanny job but yeah that's my plan for like the next year so okay and then my next little intro question how do you think like the closest people in your life would describe you in three to five words (laughs) you can take your time though but you can ponder it, but I'll just pass it on back to you. Pass it on back. Okay. I think one word that comes to mind is I think I'm a pretty warm person. So I think people feel comfortable around me. You know, I always can't just be concise with my words. That might be another one. Um, a rambler, you know, I, I'm going to hype myself up, but I do think I have a tendency to ramble and can't just keep my thoughts concise ever so warm a rambler um I would say I don't know I don't want to say like loyal I don't really think I mean I think I am loyal loyal okay but I don't know if I would like classify myself as that word Mm. I don't know like there's there's a word I'm thinking of I don't know maybe like a constant I know that that's kind of like yeah like consistent I think that I try to show up for the people that I love and care about and show consistency in my relationships and with my time and energy. Um, I think loving would be another word and maybe encouraging. I know that those are some pretty simple words, but yeah, but I think I try to be supportive and I think in general, our whole you know, friend group or just like the people that you and I both surround our time with are pretty loving people. I think we're pretty loving people. (laughs) So that's my answers. Perfect. Would also just echo all of those things. I feel like when I was thinking about you and having you as one of the first guests on the podcast, I wanted to talk a lot about just like (laughs) the story of how we met and like our friendship story since then. And then get into a little bit more just like the importance of the daily debrief because I feel like that's been a really big part of our friendship and I feel like that's something that you've shown me is super important in friendships in general but I thought we could kind of share the story of our friendship before kind of getting in to all of that so we can we can co-share this story so we scene we both are at Calvin freshman year our paths do not cross. Never even had heard of you. Different dorms. I, we just... were in, <clears throat> I got added to a group chat like in the summer. And yeah. Oh. And it was like my roommate's pretty good friend group mm-hmm. that Jenna was like a part of the group chat. It was this huge group chat, which was super was literally great. called like, like the big group. The big group. Of, and like, it was so kind of the girls included me because it was just like <clears throat> people you could get meals with and just mm-hmm. like, you know, go to like campus events with. And so I kind of got added through Jamie. She was really the only connection I had, mm-hmm. my roommate. And so I heard your name in passing. Floating. Floating around the group mm-hmm. chat. But other than that, I literally had no clue you existed. <laughs> and you, also, did, you knew you knew I, I did didn't not know, exist. I didn't know anything about you. I, yeah. I feel like I knew 
like a couple of the other girls in that group, but I didn't even know Jamie, which is kind of funny. But then during quarantine, like our freshman year, Jamie and I started writing letters and we your were, pen our, pals. our pen pal era, yeah. which is so cute. And we were just like, tell me about yourself. And like, tell me about your family or your friends or like what hobbies you have. So met Jamie via the pen pal writing. Yeah. Pen pal friendship. And then I told Jamie that I was going to be in the same dorm as her. And as you guys sophomore yep. year, because you guys are roommates. Yeah. And then what happened after that? Then we just. Well, I feel like, did I see you move in day? I feel like I, I might have. I, I think briefly... I stopped by the door. Yeah. To pop in and say hi. Jenna had like an on-campus job. So it was like, you know, living on our there. floor, being intentional. Greeting the girls. Greeting the girls. So met you then. But I don't really, it's not significant. No, I don't I, just, I remember you were like hanging something up. Probably. Hanging up some lights I in your door maybe. I would surprised, yeah. But then. Who reached out first? I, I literally think I did. I think I have it in my no, DMs. No, I believe like, it. I'm going to go back. DM'd on Instagram, which is just. It's perfect though. It's perfect. Okay, let's really let's scroll back. Much. I feel like it won't take that long. No, time. It, okay. On September third, we should we should celebrate this. Celebr- okay, oh my gosh. Okay, this year we will. September third, I said, "Hey, smiley face, would you maybe be down for a coffee date Saturday morning? We could always invite Jamie and Liesel too." And then Mallory's reply said, "Hey, yes, I'm so down, smiley face, and yes, we should invite them too. I'm seriously so excited to hang out with you." And then I asked for your phone number so we can make a group chat. And I think you remember I the day love, better than I do, but well, no, I also just want to say, like, I love that we matched each other's energy already off the yes. bat. Okay. Let's just Can affirm that. The that smiley face, the I'm down for anything exclamation point. And I feel like it's just very in your nature to like include other people too, which is just so cute that that was just already in your, your group text to all of us or whatever. So cute. Individual DM. DM. What am I saying? But that you were trying to make it a group event. So we go to coffee. It was I don't know when we actually, when did we schedule? I don't know. I don't think we, we can't I find that. We're talking over like text. I message. All of that to say, Jamie and Liesl came with us, which I think right, we probably Liesl both is felt my roommate, pretty which, good about mm-hmm. because we both like had our person, had our person that we mm-hmm. knew. And you guys all kind of had like a little bit of a connection, but like mm-hmm. not everyone didn't know everyone. So, but we drove there in your drove car. Drove in my car. And went to a coffee shop and... <laughs> what like I I I don't remember like fully I, I know like, we both, when we first we both ordered vanilla lattes ice vanilla lattes with, with oat, milk, oat milk and which was just a spiritual connection yep right off the from bat the beginning. and I remember the first thing I learned about you was that you wanted to move to Georgia which I was born in Georgia and then you wanted to live in Wisconsin in Wisconsin which Jamie's from Wisconsin so it was just really funny and mm-hmm. full circle then we're getting our coffee we're chatting I feel like we just talked about, like, so many things for so long. Mm-hmm. When we were there, we talked about the Enneagram. We talked about our siblings, because we both have a brother and a sister. Yeah, we could relate that on that in the birth us. order. I mean, not fully, but it was, but like, close. we're youngest siblings. Mm-hmm. Same age. Then that's when I think we found out we're born our birthday. two days apart, which is actually so crazy. Literally insane. I, I'm- like, I feel like we talk about it <laughs> too much maybe no but it's but kind I of i don't even care because i just think that's the craziest it's literally insane. thing like we're we're having like we're hitting it off like things are just clicking every single thing that we're saying like mallory and i were hitting, hitting it off and then i feel like jamie and liesel were hitting it off really relating because personality personality wise and, mm-hmm. and then we realized like my birthday's on december 26th and mallory's is december 28th and we of the same year could not too. believe I this feel like, like i've never met anyone that close to my birthday the same year who i'm like this close to it's just so crazy. It's literally insane. And like, so that was just like such a fun coffee date that I feel like lives in my brain and my heart for forever because it just was so it good. Was so good. And so fun. And I remember leaving and like coming back and talking to Liesl and I was like, oh my gosh, like that was literally so much fun. Yeah. It was kind of scary to like reach out. I feel like at first, like we didn't really oh, know each other at yeah, all. I'm and sure. like, well, and you were the well, one who initiated. But just kind of so, scary. Yeah. But I was like, we need to make some friends. Like we didn't really meet that many people with COVID yeah. freshman year, I so feel like I feel like we needed to reach out. And- a green flag of the coffee date, which I feel like we're both, at that point in our lives especially, we were pretty like open to going to coffee dates. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were a little bit more extroverted even mm-hmm. than we are now. But like, true, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, like, I just feel like I left and like, I just never felt like awkward on the coffee date. Like, I just think that's like kind of rare to like mm-hmm. literally like we not literally never We never all. had a we conversation had ever. And, like, I, this is such a random fact, but I just remember, like, 
learning you liked sweetheart candy canes, which is just like it was so random. The same favorite color crayon and the yeah, same favorite. Which we just found out. Favorite gummy worm red flavors. Orange. And it's also like I remember learning you loved October. Right. That was that was huge that for was us crazy. because our favorite month. Our favorite month. We both love scary movies. We both love Halloween. Both love Halloween. And holidays in general. A Halloween and Valentine's right. Day. We just bonded over so many of these things so that were just so specific. Really crazy. And so random. But then I feel like the rest of our friendship story, we just hung out like a lot since and then. I don't remember exactly like after that, like the next time we I hung know, out. I think or we like did paint by numbers that one time in your dorm. Yes. Took pictures on Halloween mm-hmm. at the Nature Preserve. We went to like Chicago for a girls' trip with some other friends too. Yeah. So I think we had some good good chats and good bonding moments. But then the real The real The deal. real the real deal of our friendship was getting COVID at the same time. Yep. It sealed the deal. From one of the girls that I babysat for and the Mallory came along. Girl. Yep. Which was so cute. And that's so classic us to go on our babysitting. To, to tag along together. together. hmm And I, yeah, basically <laughs> the little girl had a cold and I don't know why I didn't think anything of it, but, but at this point, like we were masking. We were so safe and like all the, the parents, I, her parents were doctors and like, were also very yeah. COVID conscious and COVID safe, but like they needed, they needed a nanny or needed a babysitter every day. So like they trusted me and trusted yeah, us. Yeah. And I feel like I felt pretty good because it was just like, I'm not leaving my bubble. They're not really leaving their bubble. Mm-hmm. But all of that to say, I remember. I started, I went into quarantine mm-hmm. and like you guys didn't start getting sim- symptoms until maybe like two or three and days I later. Test, so we didn't even know if I had mm-hmm. COVID, but I like went into the dorms and then you guys all tested. And I had like a pounding headache, it was- a super sore throat, mm-hmm. a cough and all these things. And like my first test came back negative and I was like, there is literally no way Yeah, that if Mallory hadn't tested positive and I was with her and like also had all these symptoms there's no way that jamie and i didn't have it no. but tested negative for some reason at first but then it's the weirdest thing and i i honestly feel like i would have tested negative <clears throat> if i had gone any earlier because i had like three or four days yeah all of that to say i was in this dorm alone for three days like so then i moved in i think i was in jamie's room you were mm-hmm. yeah because you guys were gonna be there a little longer right. so that i think you kind of just decided to mm-hmm. make way into the room so then literally spent like 12 days together and yeah like, i feel like at this point we had had some good combos and like definitely were hanging out pretty consistently i feel yeah, like yeah because like, i mean you got covid from i feel right. like we all knew we were gonna get covid and like our sweet mates and our and, bubble yeah. yeah but i feel like one of the first nights that we were in the suite together in the COVID dorm, like, we just stayed up so late talking and, like, it was just, so fun. just had some huge breakthroughs and we're talking all about, like, our families and just, like, our childhood. Yeah. So many big breakthroughs about, you know, where we were at, how we were doing. And I don't know. The rest I don't know besides history. that. But I think, too, the other big thing that happened in, in quarantine, which... We don't have to get into all of it, but like you switched your major, which was kind of oh, crazy. No, I forgot about that because yeah. we were just in the dorms and like I switched into one of your social work classes mm-hmm. in COVID. It was in COVID dorm. Pretty hilarious, like being on the Zoom calls. On Zoom together. Looking so rough. So rough. I, we were like, we would just like hack up a lung and like it was, be like laying on the floor getting our really horrible bad. COVID food. Yep. The food we endured was so scary. It was so bad. So many movie nights. We or watched movie like days. six or seven movies in a row. Like, yeah, we still had a lot of homework to do, and I feel like we got it done. But then, it's like for some reason we, we literally had, had nowhere to walk to, nowhere to go. It yeah, was no, just like, no social events besides hanging no. out. No, and it was like so. we could sleep in besides like even though we had classes. True. Like I feel like we could just like go back to sleep if we needed to or whatever. So yeah, like we didn't care about staying up late. But we just watched so many good movies. Yep. We wrapped up our quarantine, and then I feel like. The rest of sophomore year, we just hung out, like, every single day, I think, since, yeah. like, post-COVID. I feel like we we would go to our class together, our social work class. Yeah, which was so fun. We would always One talk the about that. we've ever, ever taken. taken. Truly, it was mm-hmm. so good. And, like, I just love that we could talk about our classes and, like, talk about social work things, even though you were a lot further at that point than I was. 
but I having feel like switched sophomore year. But like the stage though of like <clears throat> what we were going through and mm-hmm. like what we were learning about was like pretty on par because I feel like at that point I really hadn't been exposed to like all the things that were gonna like change my life or my worldview or anything. Yeah. And so like I feel like we went through that together. Yeah. So and I feel like it was just like a pretty rough year with COVID and like not really being able to go anywhere. And I think that like you guys were blessed with such a good suite, like mm-hmm. Grace and Marielle are angels. And I feel like that was really good. Cause even if you couldn't go anywhere, you could just be with them yeah. in, in the suite. And like, I definitely just kind of made myself at home. No, but it was, we wanted in you the to. Suite, it was so and perfect. Yeah. I feel like we probably just bonded so much because we didn't have anywhere else to go or anything else to do and with like, COVID lockdowns. But I feel like we kind of, got lucky because I feel like it was even rougher for other people. Yeah. Because I think, like, social supports were, like, are are the most important well, thing for me. And, like... We couldn't even go to other dorms or floors. No, we couldn't even go to dorm. People, other people's <laughs> rooms, but our RA, like... To- this is probably so but much no, to expose us, but I don't care. You're okay. graduating. I'm graduating. But, We're like... You're gonna take away my diploma right now, like... No, which... You don't have to add this no, if you don't okay. want to. But our RA just basically was, like... You know, we were she in lived our, in the... We the room next door to Jamie and I so then she just kind of knew that Jenna came over and like it really did not matter like I also wasn't hanging out with literally like anyone no, else like, you and like were we just were on a the part same of our I would walk like six doors down and then I just was a part of your bubble and we just you. like famously Jamie and Jenna moved <laughs> Jenna's mattress into our room and it was you guys the best like feeling in the whole weeks. world we I just feel like we could not get enough of hanging out it like, was so fun. We would wake up in the morning and I remember... I would be there. Like, I would my, be making the Keurig coffee, yes. toasting our bagels in the room. And yes. Like, like, I so remember going to, like, my 835 lit class on mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays and, like, leaving you in the dorm <laughs> to your bagels and coffee. <laughs> to do my homework. Coming back and, like, making my would, bagel like, and coffee. It was just perfect. It just was so perfect. And I feel like kind of transitioning to, like, what I wanted to talk with you about on the yeah. podcast was just, like, in that time, we would always come back to the dorm and then just, like, talk about our entire days and, like... Yep how we were doing, how we were feeling. And I think since then we've always done a really good job and a consistent job of checking in and like really wanting to know like all the details about your day and your life. Yep. And just truly having our daily debriefs. And I feel like, like out of anyone else in my life before you and I had met, I feel like I hadn't really had a friend that cared to know all the little things like about my life, which is like, sounds kind of crazy and like we talk a lot about how I don't care if you tell me that you had a sandwich for lunch or that you tell me that you had to get gas or like so cute. it doesn't even matter it what doesn't but even matter, yeah. it's just it like felt like so kind and intentional to have someone that like wants to know all these little things that I feel like don't really matter but mm. like if I talk to you if it's about a big thing or a small thing you're just you're fully dialed in and like just always want to so listen <laughs> to anything I have to say I just wanted to kind of like ask you a little bit about like how long do you feel like you've been doing that with your friends? Like, has that always been something that you think you've, that comes like really naturally to you or like, where do you feel like you first remember that part of Yeah. I don't no, even know if that no, makes sense. No, at no, all, no, but... no, that does. That's a good question. I feel like I can't really like pinpoint a time when I like remembered doing that. But I think like I, yeah, I don't know where it comes from, but I think I just really value, like, knowing the small things about people's lives, and I think, like, this is kind of a tangent, as I, you know, it was gonna be. Always. I think, like, my whole life, like, I've loved just, like, talking to people in general, and, like, it didn't matter how old or young you were, I feel like I was always friends with people Mm -hmm. pretty drastically different ages, um, and, like, as a kid, like, preferred to talk to adults, And so, like, because of that, like, I don't know if I, like, picked up on, like, certain, like, things that I, like, saw modeled for me from other people. Like, there's not really, like, a specific person I can think of. Mm -hmm. Or if, like, I think I just in general find, like, people's lives really interesting. Yeah, I just, like, I'm not trying to, like, make it sound cheesy. But I think it's just fun to, like, hear those things. And it does come pretty naturally because it's Mm -hmm. just genuinely like the sorts of things I want to talk to my friends about Mm -hmm. but I think on like a again I'm not really answering the question but I feel like (laughs) 
something you and I talked about recently, or maybe I talked about with you, was, like, the idea of, like, friendship. And I think for me, like, there was, like, a point in my life where I realized, like, your friendships can't always be exciting. You can't always be, like, going out and, like, spending a ton of money to do something exciting. Or, like, Mm -hmm. every day is not going to feel, like, super magical. But I think, like, the times in my life when, like, I felt the most close to people was when, like, I just spent, like, everyday life with them. And once I shifted my view on friendship to being, like, these are people I just want to, like, know about their lives and live my life with, Mm -hmm. that kind of, like, sealed the deal for me of, like, I think that's just a really simple way to, like, have a really pointed conversation about, like, how you're doing, Mm -hmm. how you're feeling. So I don't think there's, like, a time when I remember, like, starting that yeah I think it's just always been a pretty big part of me Mm -hmm. um but I think that shift kind of Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense and I feel like you're just like a very like curious person in general I think Mm. that you just like are very attentive to people and like to what's going on and like you just want to know Mm -hmm. about them and like I also think that you are one of the best question askers which I don't know if you'd agree with but I I think it's true and like if I share a story, you're going to pick up on a little detail, like, ask me a question about it, or, like, a lot of what you're describing in terms of just, like, remembering little things and, like, wanting to ask these things just kind of goes back to, like, thoughtfulness. Mm. And I read this quote the other day that just talked about how I think thoughtfulness or consideration is one of the highest forms of love. And I don't know if you would agree, but I just think, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, the fact that you remember all the small things and, like, want to check in and want to ask about things that are going on in my life Mm -hmm. just makes me feel like so loved and supported and I think like we're both at a point now where we're close enough that we just would share these things pretty Pretty naturally because I'm like I want to tell you the fun things the crazy things the sad things in my life but I think you just set such a good precedent in my life about asking questions I don't think that anyone had ever really done that for me in my life and like wanted to know things thanks girly so I completely echo that I just feel like like not to bring the enneagram into it, but it had to come up. No, we're gonna. It's only a matter. We're of time. gonna have a separate only episode a later. Of time, and we won't get into the weeds. But, but we will later. We did find out on our first coffee date that we were both enneagram twos, and I feel like I, when you were just talking about like thoughtfulness, I feel like it comes pretty intuitively for you and I both to just like always be checking in on other people and just always kind of picking up on those like social cues. Mm-hmm. I had a point. I was sorry. Now I'm losing my point. <laughs> it's okay. Like reading people oh, emotionally. No, no, or... no. Okay, I remember now. I'm so sorry. One of the things that you mentioned was like the small details of someone's day and like remembering those. And I do think like in some ways you kind of like model what you wish you had as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think like I always wish like people remembered things about me that I remembered about them. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like you were one of the first friends. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Okay, wow. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. But, like, that did that for me, which means, like, a lot. And so, you know, I'm crying, but, um, that did that for me. And so that just means a lot. Um, because I feel like I didn't really have that, like, in my friendships before. Yeah, so I think, like, I was getting emotional, but I think, like, Jenna was one of the first people who, like, really picked up on, like, details about my life that other people did it so I think um it just means a lot to like have someone remember something that you like or enjoy because I feel like you're constantly like thinking about what other people like and enjoy if that makes sense and so like I just feel like you're like a super sacrificial friend in that way of like always like looking to talk about or do things that like I want to do which means a lot so so kind of I I I think I don't want to just like jump on piggyback off of you, but I feel like I feel like the exact same way. Truly mean this when I say like I didn't know that friendships could like friendships could be this good and like I just like had no idea. I think in high school I had really good friends that like (coughs) we had fun hanging out and like Mm -hmm. I still love them with my whole heart just because I feel like they were so kind and incredible and like 
we're good friends for like the season of life that we were in. But I, when I think about like how much I've changed in college, I think so much of that was during like sophomore year and like thinking about the fact that I think you were like one of the only people that I wanted to talk to and like felt like I could talk to and be myself around. Yeah. And like, I have never once in all of the hours that we spent together, I've never felt like I've had to make myself be small or like feel like I have to put up a facade or a front around you. And I just feel like that's so rare in so many other relationships and so Mm -hmm. many other friendships that I've had. Um, So I just love that about you a lot. So sweet. And again, it's like, I pretty, like, I feel like it's pretty ingrained in us to just want to. Like, it's not like I'm looking for, like, external validation or, like, people to, like, I love taking care of people. I love, like, checking in on people. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's just refreshing to have someone who, like, genuinely remembers little things about you. And it just means a lot. I feel like that's, like, one of the ways that I feel, like, the most loved. Yeah, that was my other question, was what do you think is important about the daily debrief or why do you think that you value it? Yeah. So I think in summary of like remembering the details of people's lives, wanting them maybe to do the same for me. I think like another reason which kind of gets into like love languages is like Mm -hmm. one of my biggest love languages is quality time. So I think it's like sometimes hard for me to understand that like some people this isn't like an essential part of their relationships is like checking in on how how your days are which which also goes into a layer of just like I think we're both very emotional people and mm-hmm. I think sorry I don't want to interrupt no. you so don't lose your <laughs> train of thought I but I think emotional closeness is important to both of us like yeah very very important so I feel like that might not that might not be the case for other people in their friendships but I think mm-hmm. for us I think we feel closer and we feel like at our best if we have that and it's yeah. like I think there have been times when like we haven't gotten to like check in in a long time and like it doesn't feel like it doesn't bad. feel bad but it just feels like we just both kind of felt a little bit sad because we wanted to check in more and wanted to hang out <laughs> yeah. with each other more but I don't know where I was going with that just but no, I yeah. think it goes into like we both want emotional closeness and I think you can like one way to really have that is to be checking in with each other's yeah. days a lot no I think that's so true I think that's a really good point. One thing I was going to say about, like, to your point, is just that I feel like I can pretty instantaneously meet someone that I know I can open up to, and I feel like that's, like, mm. a pretty big green flag in my friendships of, like, how how quickly I feel like I become close to people, because mm-hmm. I think I feel if we both hit it off with someone, we can pretty instantaneously, like, be an open book, interactions and mm-hmm. bounce back and forth with people in, like, a pretty natural way. So basically, I feel like because of that, those are the people I feel pretty like safe to tell yeah. how my day was, or mm-hmm. I think I can sense pretty quickly, like if someone really does want to know about mm-hmm. my day, which I feel like we've talked about, like when someone asks like, how was your day? And like, you know, I guess the level of detail to go into. Mm-hmm. So that's just one little side note. I just think that's always kind of intriguing to me mm-hmm. that like, there are some people i kind of shut down around or just I don't like, know oh, don't share quite as much right okay and it's like, I, that's fine because like you don't need to like yeah tell, and maybe that is tell your whole life story extent, to everyone that's what they want to know mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is kind of just like an interesting thing to mm-hmm. ponder but I don't remember <laughs> okay. what I was I don't remember what I was talking about before but I don't really remember either quality time so quality, oh quality time I think like thinking about love languages for myself at least Mm-hmm. which kind of goes to your point of like emotional closeness. I don't really feel good in my relationships if I'm not spending like good quality time with them, even if it's not like the most time in the world. But I think both of us kind of value like not being on your phone or just like mm-hmm. being like fully present and like whatever you're doing and we can do like the littlest thing and it would feel really good to me. Mm-hmm. And in most of my friendships, that's kind of how it goes. Being filled in on those little like things in someone's life makes me feel close to them because I feel like our friendship is maybe grounded on something like bigger than Mm -hmm. but I think like the people that like I see every day which is like you and Jamie I really value like knowing how your days went and like how you're feeling and little things that go on because like we are so close and we do 
live together. And so it feels like if you were to tell me something a few weeks after it happened, I would be like so shocked. I think maybe on a personal level, that's why I think it's important. Mm -hmm. Friendships should maybe be, or relationships should be grounded on more than just like hanging out or Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And that's like personally how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I remembered the thought I was going to have earlier, which I've forgotten like 10 times. I have always like loved being the one that people went to when like mm-hmm. they had anything in their life going on, big or small. And like, again, it kind of goes back to like knowing the details. But I think it just always felt really good when like my friends trusted me with something mm-hmm. or like. I don't know, like, I I got to know, like, the ins and outs of their life, which is maybe a little invasive, maybe a little problematic. (laughs) It's fine, it's fine. But it's something that, like, I think is really important to me and kind of goes back to, like, being, like, a warm person and just, like, I think I really value, like, people feeling comfortable around me and, like, Mm -hmm. because of that, I feel like you just have so much more of a reference for, like, people's days and lives and emotions even when, like, you know how their days are going, the things that are going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being like emotionally exhausting to explain a whole like backstory to you or like a layer of your life. we just have like, at this point, I mean, we've only been friends since like sophomore year, but I think at this point we just have so much context of like each other's lives and each other's families and like our classes and our major. Mm -hmm. I think like we just have a good amount in common I think yeah. in a lot of ways and like since we have just built a lot of that history and trust where yeah you just are very integrated into my life and like integrated into the things that I care about. I don't know if I have any other big crazy big thoughts but I guess I'm curious like not to turn it back on you okay, but you I, I do think like I'm intrigued to hear why you think that it's important mm-hmm. and like if you feel like you craved that in your friendships before or if you hadn't really like given much thought to like hearing mm-hmm. how other people's days were or people mm-hmm. asking how your day was no I think thank you for asking that mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't really know that like emotional closeness could be part of friendships or relationships I feel like until college because mm-hmm. like like I said I have really good friends from high school and like we we're in a lot of the same like classes and like student orgs and had so much fun hanging out. And I feel like I didn't even really know myself or know who I was and what I needed as a child and in high school. Mm-hmm. And then like love my family so much, but I feel like we didn't have the most emotional conversations or check-ins either. Yep. And I think I realized like looking back on my childhood and then knowing more about myself in college that I think that is super important to me to feel like people are asking about my, asking about my emotions and care about them and having a level of intimacy just beyond like the surface level convos. Yeah. So I think I don't know if I realized it until college, <laughs> like you were one of the first people that just like I think you were one of the first people that probably like loved me in a way that I think I probably had wanted for my whole childhood and like whole life up until then which like sounds kind of crazy and dramatic but like you actually care to know all the things that I was feeling and thinking all the time and like you said I think that you're such an approachable and warm person that like I could tell you anything and I know that you're not going to judge me and you want to hear whatever I have to say it's more than you just like wanting to know these things I just can sense so much like you're actively cheering for me in all the things that I'm it's okay all the things that I'm involved in so I don't know if that, I don't know what oh, your question was, so but but yeah, I feel like I just that answers it, I think I think I just learned more about like myself and who I am in college in general, and I think it's kind of crazy that like a lot of that was like while we were becoming friends. Yeah, that's what I would say. But I love. I don't know if I have any other. Those are my my two questions that have well, that's been like, like 40, 50 minutes. minutes. I'm so um, sorry. No, I. But so much has happened. Maybe if we want to talk a little bit about our friendship now or yeah. just like I think who we are. I had a thought. Which how we've I grown. Can, I was thinking about that when we were talking about our friendship because I feel like 
sophomore year, like, we felt really close. I don't know if you agree, but I felt, like, super close Mm -hmm. to you and, like, one of the closest friendships I've ever had in my life. And it's, like, so weird looking back now, though, because I'm, like, we really didn't even know each other. But, like, we did. Mm -hmm. But it feels like we didn't even really know each other. But I think, I wonder if some of that is because now we've, like, had our life experiences together. Mm Mm-hmm. But it just feels, like, funny to look back and think that we thought we were so close. Mm-hmm. You know I what I'm that, saying? I think that we were, because it's, like... No, and we were. You, it's not were even... Like, you were the closest person that I, like, had as a friend. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But it is kind of crazy looking back to where we are. Mm-hmm. We're looking at where we're at now. Yeah. Compared to then. What, I feel what like... Would we, what would our friendship say now? about our friendship now? I'm so curious. <laughs> no, like, man, I want to no, know. No. What, you, what do you have to say about our friendship now? Something that we really bond over, which you know we've this isn't what we do all the time but I think we both really love going on road trips and I feel like we kind of thrive in that environment and that's been like really fun I feel like we can just like chat for hours go through a drive-thru get our giant coffee and just drive for miles and just chat which I think is really fun Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's something we really like to do together I think we both thrift. We've we both kind thrift. of chilled out a little bit since we do. sophomore year. We, we do. What am I saying? We, we do. <laughs> because we, have. we yeah. have chilled out a little bit, but I feel like we both just just genuinely bonded over that and love thrifting for fun clothes and like fun home pieces, yep. art decor. So that just feels really fun because I think something I love about you is I love like how you love to curate a space and like. I think you have the best style in the world, which I I know that you're not going to agree with, but it needs <laughs> to be feel that way it needs you. to be spoken on the podcast that I think that you just have such good style, and I think you're so yourself, and I just love that so much. That's so but sweet. thank you, I we bond over that. I feel the same about you. Thanks. I yeah, and I feel like we both genuinely enjoy fashion too. I feel mm-hmm. like we're in an era, we're fashionistas <laughs> era right now, mm-hmm. where we're kind of having a fashion crisis. But I think in general, we both can like really appreciate mm-hmm. certain looks, certain trends. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun coming up with our <laughs> We outfits. just have a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, I guess one thing I think about our friendship that's kind of like shifted since like living in a house and especially living in a house together is like we enjoy a night in the home. Like I really we're, feel like- We are homebodies. We are homebodies. And like a little bit of that, I feel like, probably came from like our sophomore year and being Mm -hmm. in quarantine basically the whole time throughout that year that made me at least a little bit more like really appreciative of like my space my home feeling really like safe Mm -hmm. in a space but our house is really cute for one and cozy and cozy but I also think we both just like really enjoy spending time mm-hmm. in the home because I don't think we really need anything crazy yeah. to hang out. We love to go to the store and get snacks and our Olipops. <laughs> and this is our current nope. phase. <laughs> and like watch movies on the couch, which is so mm-hmm. fun. We, I mean, I feel like that's been pretty consistent throughout yeah. our friendship that we love to watch horror movies and thrillers together. But I feel like we've really expedited our, our movie <laughs> we've love. Been watching some films lately. Yep. So I think we both love a day, a night in the home. Yeah. And I feel like we just enjoy, like, chatting, making our we lattes. Just, we, at the end of the day, we just, just, just want to chat. Going to Target. Going to Target to get our groceries and browse around. Yeah. I feel like we're just not in a sad way or, like, a bad way at all, but I feel like our friendship just feels, like, very simple and very natural. Not simple in the sense of, like... No, I know just, what you're trying I, to say. That's just I don't really so bad. Think, like, I, I think... I think we're both just, like, so content to, like, literally do anything with each other. And, like, I think that you do such a good job of, like, making the smallest moments feel, like, really magical. And, like, I think I've texted you that. Like, I think I probably did after one of our first coffee dates with just the two of us of just, like, every moment that I spend with you just feels like time stops and, like, it just feels so magical. And... I think that speaks to what you were saying about how, like, friendship doesn't have to be this big, exciting thing yeah. where you're doing big, exciting adventures together. And I mm-hmm. think that we do get our fair share of those. But I think we just like hanging out and being yeah. together. And yeah. yeah. Which is something I really value in a friendship. And I feel like are the friendships that I 
feel my most the most myself in because mm-hmm. I just know I never have to question if the other person is like enjoying themselves as mm-hmm. much as I am mm-hmm. in an experience. So like, yeah, yeah. There was one other thing I was gonna say. Oh. Well, something I which I feel like is just <laughs> has been pretty consistent in our friendships, and it's just like kind of a fun thing to think about. Is like we've talked about how we really like to dream and we I feel like have a lot of fun imagining the 20 ways that our life could go mm-hmm. in like the next year and or whatever next five years whatever so I think that's been like a pretty consistent thread throughout mm-hmm. our friendship mm-hmm. and then the last thing I'll say is that I feel like we've both been nannying a lot recently yeah. and I feel like we have a lot of fun just going along with the other person to like nanny or dog mm-hmm. sit mm-hmm. again. Cause it kind of just feels like we're just living our lives and living like our lives. doing very simple tasks. Like, you know, even just like being in the home and cooking and cleaning and like, just living our lives and like thinking about like what we want our lives to look like. And the next couple of years is so fun to like dream together and think about like saying mm-hmm. rapids or moving to a new city. Yeah. But just thinking about like, how can we still make just very simple moments really fun and mm-hmm. like, it just feels very natural yeah for our friendship I would say I think kind of the last couple things that I wanted to say is I feel like something really special about our friendship is that I've never questioned how much you love me or care about me in my friendship or in our friendship and I've literally never doubted once that like you love me and care about me and want to be my friend and like I just know so so deeply in my heart that you want to hang out with me as much as I want to hang out with you. And I think we give ourselves a lot of grace of just like no pressure, but like if you want to hang out, like I think yeah, that, that probably, so often. probably to a fault sometimes we're just like, it's okay. Like you don't have to, but I think we're yeah. both just, we just want to be conscious and considerate of each other's schedules and feelings and lives, which I think we do a good job at. But all that to say, I think that is one of the most special things is that like I've never felt more secure I think in a friendship than I do with ours it's just like I know that we're going to be friends for the rest of our lives and like it's such a good feeling um (laughs) after we've talked for like I told Mallory that this is going to take like 20 minutes I was like it'll be so fine because I I was going to talk I was the one who was talking I'm sobbing on your podcast no it's okay I just I felt bad that I took so much of your evening but and now that we went on like 80 different tangents I'm like hopefully the listeners can follow the topic. <laughs> it's okay. But this is what the daily debrief is like. You know, you just go on all your different pivots and tangents. But I just want to thank you for being my first guest on the podcast thank you for having me. and for being one of the kindest, most sincere and best friends that I've had in my whole life. And I just hope that you know how much I love you and cherish you. And I'm just really happy that other people can kind of get a glimpse of who you are and so how you. how much I love you. I so, love you so much. I love you so much. Um, I think with all of that, that's kind of all I have. All all that we have. That's all we should have. <laughs> Someone cut us off. But I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. That was so long. I hope that you all were able to follow. Um But yeah, that's definitely just kind of how our conversations go a little chaotic in the best possible way, just always bouncing our ideas off of each other. Um, But I hope that just listening to our conversation and getting to know Mallory and hear a little bit more about her, I hope that can be an encouragement to you, just how important it is to check in on your friends. Um, Maybe for you, you don't need to do a full-on daily debrief, but I just hope that you you feel encouraged to encourage to try and be someone that is thoughtful and considerate and cares about people and that you can try and be someone just like Mallory has been for me that makes someone feel so seen and so known. So I just feel infinitely grateful for the fact that I've gotten to know Mallory the past couple of years and that she's been such an incredible friend to me and has loved me has loved me so so well yeah I look up to her in so many ways and this is just one of the ways that I think she 
has absolutely changed my life and the way I view friendships and loving people for the better and the ways that she's impacted my life for good. So hope this can be encouraging to you and and I hope that you can hold on to your friends that feel like this and I hope that you can also be this person for other people in your life.